Podcast. As the year winds down, we're looking ahead to 2024 and what changes are in store for many in the financial red zone. That's five to 10 years from retirement. Secure 2.0 has rolled out some changes that are shaking up how employer-sponsored retirement plans work. On today's show, we'll check some highlights. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. What are some changes that have come with Secure Act 2.0 now in place and to come in 2024? That's how we're opening the show today. It is Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperlin. Christina is CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. She is a licensed fiduciary, and her area of focus is retirement planning. And it is so critical to have that retirement plan. You can check Christina's website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. Absolutely be sure to click that uh, that tax bill calculator, retirement tax bill calculator, when you visit the website. Christina, as many have, right? Many have checked that out. They sure have. That seems to be a favorite, even if you do not need anything else from us. Folks, this information is not farmed. So when you jump onto the retirement tax bill calculator, no one is going to take your information. No one's going to bother you. I have that software myself. I own it. So you will not have a situation where someone's going to contact you and bother you trying to give you quotes or business or whatever else, unless you need help from me personally, and you leave your phone number, no one's going to bother you. So jump on there, take a look at it. This is a great tool just to kind of get a snapshot of what you should expect for taxes in retirement. And it's at yourpowerfullegacy.com. We've got a lot here, so we'll get through as much of what's in place already with Secure Act 2.0, but I'll make sure to leave time in the segment uh, to hit a couple of things that are coming next year. So let's start. There's a lot of Roth in Secure Act 2.0. Let's start maybe, Christina, with Roth after-tax contributions that can be made to SEP and simple IRAs. Absolutely, Dave. There are so many different opportunities in the new Secure 2.0 Act to be able to save additional monies in retirement. The higher catch-up contributions are just one of the major changes. So starting January 1st of 2025, individuals that are aged 60 through 63 years old can make additional catch-up contributions up to $10,000 annually to a workplace plan. That amount is indexed for inflation. The catch-up amount for people age 50 and older right now in 2023 is only 7500 So starting in 2024, if you earn more than 145000 in that prior calendar year, all those catch-up contributions age 50 and older will need to be made in Roth after-tax dollars. So we want to make sure that we get that taken care of. That will be adjusted for inflation going forward as well. So making sure that you know what are those rules, what are those limitations, and hey, where do we have some opportunity to catch up? Also on the Roth that you were just mentioning, Dave, is that employers can provide an option for receiving vested matching contributions to Roth accounts. So this is a Mm -hmm. really big deal. Some people, it's not updated in their payroll system yet. It was supposed to be done by the end of 2023. But previously in matching employer-sponsored plans, they were only made on a pre-tax basis. So again, just more opportunity for savings. And Roth, of course, is that tax-free growth. We love Roth. Yeah, and there is, again, there's a lot of Roth in Secure Act 2.0. Here's one involving penalties. This is uh, special circumstances that can help help you avoid the 10% early withdrawal. 
Yes, if there is something major that has happened, and, and we've had a lot of things happen here in Kentucky. Folks, over the last couple of years, we have had a natural disaster storm. I mean, it's been so awful between the tornadoes in Western Kentucky, the flooding in Eastern Kentucky, and then the terrible windstorm that affected almost all of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. That's why we all have new roofs and new siding because it was just pelted and destroyed. It was just so awful. Well, if you have something that qualifies as a terminal illness or something that is a qualified disaster, you can pull up to $22,000 out of your account and you won't have to pay that 10% early distribution penalty if you're under 59 and a half years old. Okay. So, yeah, uh, you know, I think we've reviewed this. We reviewed this before it even came into place. And uh, there are a lot of uh, pretty decent things in here. I think you you evaluated this when we first talked about it and you, you gave it a pretty good grade, I think. Yes, I think that that's nothing but good. I don't think that there's anything that's negative or that's going to cause harm to anybody. So I, I really love the new Secure 2.0. Yeah, the first Secure Act, I think any, any the most criticism I heard on it was the elimination of the stretch IRAs. Uh, here's another one, yes. to, uh, and we'll jump to 2024 in a second, but a one-time only $50,000 qualified charitable distribution. What's that about? So this is just a gift and this is a charitable gift annuity, which is a, um, it's a unit trust or charitable remaining trust. So what that means is previously, no further benefits were permitted when you're making a qualified charitable distribution. This actually will save you on taxes, but technically inside of the annuity, it makes the charity that remaining beneficiary. So let's say you have a $100,000 account and you would like to leave 50,000 of that to a charity. Well, they're going to leave the first portion to whomever that primary beneficiary is, and then the qualified remaining Unitrust or Charitable Remainder Annuity Trust. That's how that will work. Of course, we've mentioned a lot that it raised uh, the RMDH to 73 and will again in 2023. 2033 to 75, drop that penalty for missed RMDs from 50 to 25%, even 10% if corrected in a timely manner. Uh, we're going to look at 2024, but let me just tell you, Christina keeps up with these changes in the retirement universe on behalf of those she works with and partners with in their retirement. 844-823-6387. That's how you reach out to Christina. 844-823-6387. Now, what goes into place in 2024? Uh, first off, the $1,000 catch-up contribution IRAs and 401ks for those 50 and older will be indexed for inflation. Qualified charitable distributions also indexed for inflation. And what about beneficiaries of 529 education savings account? Here's Roth back in the picture. Yes, we, we love Roth so much, Dave, and I'm so glad that they made this change as well. A 529 education savings plan for those of you that own those for your children, they're the beneficiary or even grandchildren. If they don't use the money, it can now be converted or rolled over into a Roth IRA. This is a big deal because then it's going to have that continual tax-free growth, which is what we're all seeking anyway. That's mm -hmm. one of the benefits of the 529. If it's used for qualified education expenses, it's completely tax-free on the distributions and it grows tax-free. So here we are. If it goes into Roth, it'll grow tax-free. The tax-free distributions in the future are tax-free as well. What will Secure Act 2.0 bring about in 2024? This one never made sense anyway, having to take RMDs on Roth 401k, but uh, starting next year, you will no longer have to. 
<laughs> Thank heaven. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with you, Dave. That made absolutely no sense. Yeah. You have no required minimum distributions on Roth IRA. We had this conversation. What is a 401k for? Folks, a 401k, 403bs, 457s, they are a group plan and it is with your employer and gives you an opportunity to contribute or to accumulate wealth while you're working. Most of the time that money comes out of your paycheck pre-taxed, but of course now we have some Roth options as well and matching Roth contribution options. Well, what we're really looking for is what's going to happen in retirement? Is that a decumulation or distribution plan? No. Most of the time, it is not. What do you do? Just call 1-800-I'm-not-going-to-tell-you-anything hmm. and take a bunch of withdrawals and hope that you don't run out of money? What if you decumulate too fast and you run out of money? So pay attention to what's going on when it comes time for retirement and your 401k. Yeah, uh, definitely, as you do. And again, on behalf of those you work with. Uh, uh, here's another thing. You mentioned the uh, matching contributions that already in place that could be made to the Roth side. What about um, matching contributions as, they, as it pertains to student loan payments? Yes, those matching contributions and when it's for student loan payments, I think that that's really neat because everybody knows that when you're talking about debt, which student loan debt is a sore subject for a lot of folks, you want to lick that debt before you actually start saving because you could actually be paying more in interest on the debt a lot of times than what you would be earning on the interest in your investment. So taking care of that and having that match available going on that debt. So then that's gone. Then it comes time for you to be in your 401k and boom, you're saving and getting your match. So I think it's a great thing out there. I'd love to hear what you think. Jump on the website and drop me a message. I'd love to hear what you think about that one. Yeah, absolutely. And you can. That's another way to reach out to Christina is at that website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And finally, let's look. We mentioned the um, RMD age was raised to 73, um, and that's in place. Uh, now, here's where it gets confusing still, even though it's not a half thing anymore like it used to be 70 and a half. But when does an individual who is 72 in 2023 need to take their first RMD? So if you're 72 in 2023, actually it's 73 in 2023 is the RMDH. So for those that reach 72 in 2023, that first RMD is to be made by 2024, April 1st. So you don't have to take it in 2023. That's okay. So we know that this just increases and it sounds like it's a little bit confusing, but watch out because if you wait until April 1st, then what's going to happen is you'll have to take your next RMD by December 31st. So we have to be really careful there. Okay. And as we mentioned, and Christina, well, first off, you 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 keep a calendar uh, pretty much on those you work with. You, you help make sure they don't miss an RMD. Oh, that is automatic for us. We have a system that keeps track of that, and we don't let anyone pay penalties on their RMDs. No way. And by the way, while we're talking about RMDs and Roth, the end of the year, is the only time that you should be doing Roth conversions. You need a full snapshot of what that year's income is to make sure that as much as you contribute doesn't catapult you into a whole other tax bracket. So be really careful about that. I hear some advisors that are telling people, let's go ahead and do Roth conversions all through the year. No, we don't want to do that. That's not going to work. Yeah, keeping up with you, and you do as you do, and the strategies, and not only the, the best strategies, but the best timing for those strategies, too. It's part of that process with Christina. If you'd like to get an idea of what strategies would be best for you and your retirement plan, 
Uh, well, here's the chance to do that. And it's a good, I kind of I call it a laid back event. It's very informational, no pressure. It's an opportunity to schedule a comprehensive review with Christina at no cost and no obligation. Folks, yes, all you need to do is call or text 844-823-6387. If you're texting, drop the word powerful in your subject line. If you give us a call, you're going to reach a human being. Whether you call or text, once you set an appointment, you can jump on and set an appointment on our calendar. And once you set that appointment, the next business day, our staff will get to you by the end of that business day, drop you an email confirming your appointment and letting you know what documentation we recommend to make the most of our time together. So it is that simple. You don't have to remember anything. Just get that number right in your mind. Dial it on your phone right now. 844-823-6387. Let's talk about Roth. Let's see if some Roth conversions are what's best for you at the end of the year. And Christina will go through um, the strategies that will help you get not only get on track to your retirement, but keep you on track through your retirement. A comprehensive review, absolutely no obligation, no cost. Just call to schedule 844-823-6387, and they'll get you in as quickly as they can to meet with Christina at either the Lexington or Louisville, Louisville office, uh, whichever one's most convenient to you, 844-823-6387. You can also text the word powerful to 844-823-6387. Well, there are many frequently asked retirement planning questions that sometimes go overlooked in the process. Incidentally, these questions can have the greatest impact on the trajectory of your retirement. So Christina's going to provide the answers coming up. Christina Ping Kemperling, you can catch her on ABC 36 Saturdays at 10 a.m. and Saturdays at 7 p.m. So twice Saturdays, her books are The Retirement Train and The Holistic Retirement. Her firm is Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina, a fiduciary, caring about people and getting them into retirement in the best way suited for them in a fiduciary manner and a custom approach. And people come to Christina They've got a lot of questions. We do have questions about retirement. Those who are getting closer to it, uh, it's a new territory for us. So we're going to go through some of these frequently asked retirement-related questions. And, Christina, that she gets all the time. You get them all the time, Christina, but you've got the answers for us here in two segments. Let's start with this one, probably uh, maybe one of the first ones you get. Well, how much will, will I need to retire? So we do get these questions quite often, and I really love to answer them. I do understand, and I do try to take a step back sometimes and think, folks, you only retire one time, and I retire people all day, every day. And as a fiduciary, it is my responsibility to do the very best thing for you. Well, I'm starting to see that a lot of advisors do not practice this. So instead of asking someone when you're with them, are you a fiduciary? Ask this question instead. Do you practice a fiduciary responsibility? Show me how and tell me why. That's important. Mm -hmm. If someone can't show you why it's what's best for you and tell you why, that's a problem. So what do we need to do? We need to make sure how much you really need to retire. You just touched on that number one thing right there, Dave. How much do we need to make sure that you're not going to run out of money in your lifetime? The first step is going to be to create a budget. We do have a budget sheet here. It's just a little like a skeleton platform. But the best thing that you can do for yourself and your family is to just sit down with a notebook piece of paper and start writing down what are those monthly bills? What are those 
quarterly bills, semi-annual bills. Don't forget that. I forgot one of my bills when I was doing a budget once mm-hmm. was the trash bill because it only comes quarterly. Right. You get that little tag in the mail. I didn't even think about it. Go back through and look at your checkbook. Look at your credit card statements. Make sure you didn't miss anything. Total all that up at the bottom. Then on the right-hand side, what are those income sources? So how much money do we need to make sure that all of those needs are taken care of? The best thing that you can do is to consult a financial professional. We're going to talk about what you need to achieve your goals. A lot of people have these rules in their mind, like the rule of 25, the rule of number four, you know, 4%, or they talk about the million dollar rule or the age 65 retirement. All of those things are good gauges. Don't get me wrong but they're just a rule of thumb. We want to make sure that we're doing what's best for you personally. Mm -hmm. I love that custom approach. And then in that column of the incoming, another question would be, well, how do I fund that? But maybe a better question would be, I've got all these vehicles I've saved in. I don't know what to do with it now. How do I make them fund that incoming column? Yes. When you're making that transition, folks, from your 401k, IRA, pensions, whatever it may be, you turn off your paycheck and you turn on your income in retirement, this can feel a little bit intimidating. We know that you're used to getting a social security check once you retire. That becomes one of those guaranteed incomes that you're really seeking for or those, you know, need bucket be met. So we want to make sure that we're having all of that in order. There are some people that call it other things, but I'm not going to speak it because they get really mad about it. So I'll just watch out. But it's a, a guaranteed monthly income that's coming across. That's what we're really looking for. So with pensions, that's normally going to fulfill one of those needs. But we would need to talk about the pension, which option to elect in the pension. If you have a spouse, what's best for your spouse as well? So all of those things need to be on the table. Then the 401ks and IRAs, decumulating that in the most tax favorable way to make sure and take care of your retirement needs. That's another big piece on the table. And another income stream, Social Security. When should I take it? Another frequently asked question. Folks, the reason why Social Security is such a big deal, and as we're out in the community teaching seminars, Solve the Retirement Puzzle is mostly about Social Security. This is a huge Social Security boost of information. Why is this such a big deal? Because Social Security is between 36 and 40% of the average retiree's income. That's a big deal. That's a big chunk of that income. We better get it right. So when's the best time for you personally to file for Social Security? There's no way that there can be a blanket one size fits most. I do understand that some people do say that type of information. That Mm -hmm. is not correct at all. And I'll give an example, Dave. I had a gentleman that he had listened to us on the radio and he actually came and attended a live seminar Mm -hmm. and he came into my firm. He knew everything. He's an attorney, so he knew everything. Mm. He didn't really need me. But he said, I just want you to tell me when's the best time to file for Social Security. I'm not telling you anything else about my finances. You promised me a Social Security report. Okay. Okay. Well, I need a little bit more information about you. Yeah. And I said, are you still working? Yes. He's 62 years old, still working. Mm -hmm. He said he wants to work until age 65, makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Very proud of that. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of him too. That's awesome. Well, then he said his bestest buddy from college, who was his personal financial advisor, told him to file for Social Security at age 62 because it's probably not going to be there down the road. That was his advice. And he has a crystal ball, I'm assuming. I'm assuming so. But there's a big problem with that one. So what's the largest cumulative amount 
It was technically if you started filing at 62, that's the largest cumulative amount. So that is correct that that would be the best as far as cumulative add up. But here's the problem. He's making 200000 a year and the excess earnings limit is $21,240. They remove one for every $2 off your social security benefit over that limit. So he would have just lost everything that he filed for. He wouldn't have received any social security because he makes too much money. So that's a problem. You yeah. want to make sure that you're receiving your full benefit and the timing is right. Some people say, I'm going to go ahead and collect because I'm going to use that extra money to invest or to travel or to pay off a mortgage, whatever it may be. Again, seeing someone, sitting down with someone, talking about what's best for you. We have a software. It's called Advisors Control that we run a personalized social security report with. If you jump on to ssa.gov, You'll spend about 15 minutes, very frustrated, creating an account and a password if you've not done it yet. Hmm. And then I need you to tell me what is that FRA, that full retirement age benefit amount that's on there? And then what is your age today? I'll be able to calculate out what's the break even, what's the best time to file, all of those items for you. That's part of that process when you meet with Christina to do that, to schedule. It's a call or a text to 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. If you text, just keyword powerful. Frequently asked questions. This is a good one. If For those who have an annuity, should I take my, or I'm sorry, who have a pension, should I take my pension as an annuity or lump sum? This is a really big question. So, just like Social Security, this question comes back. It is what is going to be best for you in your personal financial situation. Now, I want to challenge just a little bit. I found out recently that a lot of other advisors are listening and they're trying to criticize a lot of things. So I'm actually going to share some information behind the curtain. It's going to make some people really mad. But here we are. Hmm. If someone can't show you why one or the other reason is what's best for you, get up and walk away. So let's say that you have a full amount inside of what could be turned over to an annuity pension, or you could lump sum it out of your pension. Which one is best for you? Sometimes those pensions are designed to have a better funding option inside of it. Sometimes they're outsourced to annuity companies and we already have those as well. So we can actually do better. Sometimes you lump sum it out and you don't need an annuity. You don't need 100% in an annuity. That's not the way that that should work. Mm -hmm. So having the conversation about what is best for you, that's really important. It's what's best for you, right. not necessarily what's best for the advisor. Ask them, how much are you being paid? When you find out how much it is on some of these products, it's going to surprise you. It may not be best to move that out. It, you, you need to do your due diligence, ask those questions, and uh, and find out and really expect transparency and how they're compensated. And the final one for this segment, we've got a couple of minutes here. Should I pay off my mortgage or other debts before retirement? This one is so huge. We get the conversation about debt all the time. There are a lot of really awesome motivational speakers out there on the radio. A lot of these people do not have licenses. They've never sat down across from an actual individual and had the license and experience to plan their entire future. So, it's blanket advice and they're paid to give that advice. So just take that with a grain of salt right there. Should you pay off your mortgage and pay off other debt? That's a really big question. So let's put this in a little bit of perspective. First off, let's say that you owe $100,000 on your mortgage. And let's say that you want to 
lump sum out of your retirement account enough to pay off your mortgage. Well, remember, to get that $100,000 that you need to pay it off, you must pay the taxes on that $100,000 that you withdraw. Mm -hmm. So that's a big deal right out of the gate. So is it best for you to continue paying a lower rate of interest and keeping your investments to where they're earning? What if your interest rate's only 3%, but you're earning 6% in your investment? You just left three points on the table. Hmm. Maybe that's not what's best. Now with credit cards, folks, I'm seeing credit card interest rates. It's out of hand. 30, 35%. It's crazy. That's outrageous. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it is best to go ahead and pay off the credit cards, not necessarily out of your retirement account. Keep working. Don't retire until you get that licked because that's just another leak out of your bucket. That's going to be a really big deal. Debt is a problem sometimes. So what do we do with those credit cards? Start with the one that has the highest interest. Pay all the extra that you have on that one with the highest interest until it's paid off. Then get rid of the account. You don't necessarily have to close it, but just don't use it anymore. And then go to the next one, go to the next one. We call this the snowball method. I I don't know if that's really the greatest way, but what it makes me think about is a snowball rolling down a hill. I grew up in northern Utah, so we Mm. made a lot of snowballs. We were really good at it. (laughs) So I think about that, how it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger Mm -hmm. as you're rolling downhill on those interest rates. So just think about it that way and definitely talk to a professional about your personal debt and what's best for you in the payoff. It's not always best to pay off your mortgage. Here's one uh, you can talk to, professional and a fiduciary at that, and that's Christina. You can schedule now a comprehensive review for yourself at no cost and no obligation. That's right, folks. The number to call or to drop the word powerful in a text is 844-823-6387. When you come in to see us, we're not going to sell you anything. We are giving you this information. You walk away with the information that we give you. If there are some changes that need to be made or we need to talk about making some changes, that's completely fine. I've had folks that have called into the radio show, set an appointment, and they come in with all their statements and say, I don't know exactly what it is that you're going to do, but please do it all. Will you please take me as a client in that first appointment? Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to do diligence first. We're not going to make quick and fast and in a hurry decisions that way. So let's make sure and jump in, due diligence, make sure that we're what's best for you. That's important as well. Why is it what's best for you? And I want you to expect that in that appointment. Just because we're giving these consultations away with no charge doesn't mean it's with no value. Folks, there are advisors that charge two, three, four thousand dollars for this exact same type of review and plan. So for some of you, this will be a second opinion. That's okay too. If you want to bring your big binder in and get a second opinion, you might be missing something. We would love to make sure that all of your pieces are together and you're ready to go for retirement. So 844-823-6387. Call or text the word powerful to that number. 844-823-6387. Let's get you scheduled to look at your retirement plan and make sure that you are on track. Just some of your time is what we're talking about. 844-823-6387. Five down, five to go. Next, the final five frequently asked retirement questions. website is yourpowerfullegacy.com. We mentioned the retirement tax bill calculator. There's so much information there at the website. It's another way to schedule with Christina. And also you can hear the podcast and there are a lot to scroll through on the menu. In fact, uh, right now we're up to like podcast number 75, 76 
with Christina Payne Kepperling, the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. This is your Powerful Legacy Radio. We're going to do the final five of frequently asked retirement questions answered by Christina. So let's jump into the next one. How should my money be invested once I retire? This is a huge question right here. So the number one question I'm going to ask you is, what is your risk tolerance? We actually have an entire risk tolerance questionnaire that we go through that is part of our compliance to make sure that we're doing what's best for you. So what is the risk tolerance? How much should you risk or expose your nest egg to the direct market if you knew you could not get that back and it wouldn't get you to the retirement that you need? How much do you need to risk to be able to get the growth that's needed if that's the situation? So working with a professional is going to help you know exactly what is best. That is purely an individual situation. Some people do not like certain types of investments and that's okay, but we need to talk about what's best for you. So when I think about looking for investments, it's not necessarily the investment itself or the stock, bond, mutual fund, whatever it may be, but it is actually the vehicle itself. So you need to have a few different buckets and we're going to try and fulfill those bucket needs with the different types of investment vehicles. One of them is going to be a safety bucket. For some people, this is going to be a money market account if you just need that money liquid and there it is, or it could be an annuity because you know that money is going to have the principal protected back by the insurance company, of course. Nothing is ever guaranteed. So then some people want money inside of a securities account. What are we going to do to make sure that your exposure is right? We're going to ask all the right questions and make sure that all of those buckets are filled. So how much are you willing to risk? What do you need for safe investment options, lifetime income and whatnot? Let's talk about your future. Absolutely. That's what it is about uh, talking about your future in retirement, that phase now of your financial life that's longer than ever. But um, here's a legacy is very important to people, uh, to many people and all in some fashion. So here's the next question. Is it necessary to have an estate plan? Absolutely. I mean, I do not know how to describe the pain and the hurt that goes on with family members when they've lost their loved ones, especially when the both parents pass away, all the arguments that happen. Money makes people crazy. I don't understand. Why are you arguing over this? So get that estate plan done so your family doesn't have to argue about it. When you think about that, what do you want done with your estate and everything that you've earned? Some people do tell me, Dave, I do not care. Let them duke it out. <laughs> That's a really? whole other situation. Yes. Wow. They will say, I've, I've seen heard that it. before. It can get ugly. It does get really ugly. I've seen siblings hold up an estate in court so long that it literally drains the estate. What they, the heck are you doing? Right. And then you, they they're, they stop talking to each other. I've seen that. They never oh, talk yes. again. It becomes really messy. And then it becomes like this entitled world. I saw a situation where um, this couple, they had done a really good job building businesses. And those businesses were multi-generational. And it was supposed to go to their children and their grandchildren. Well, his sister decided that she deserved a piece of that. I don't get it. She was not in their household. She didn't build that business. She didn't make any sacrifices. Mm -hmm. She didn't earn any of the income. She just decided because she was a sibling that she deserved part of it. She sat and argued with the family in court over it. Oh, man. How silly is that? Mm. And trying to say, you know, I'm entitled because it's my brother. Well, in some cases, those people win. You got to watch it get all this in order and make sure and 
just have your wishes put on paper. If you do not have everything on paper yet with an attorney, everything's not all filed up and good to go, at least write it down, snap a picture of it, email it to your professional. That's a good start right there. Something that is handwritten, it is time and date stamped right over to your professional while you're in process of getting it done. I want my house to go to blank. I want my farm to go to blank. I want my X collection to go to this person. I want my bank account to go to this person, whatever it may be, make sure you get those things in order because it becomes really messy. And the part where I'm especially seeing it is second chance love. So here's that ultimate question on that estate. Let's say that a couple gets married later on in life. They've both been working for 25 or 30 years. Should the other one's children be welcome to that step-parent's estate when they didn't even have any type of earning inside of it just because their parent was married to one or the other? No, I don't think they should. It's an emotional thing if someone wants to leave it. That's fine. And after a certain period of time, that's good. But I saw a gentleman that he lost his wife and he remarried. They were only married. He was only married to that lady for about five years. And unfortunately, he had a massive heart attack and he passed away. Her children went after his estate. Why? They didn't earn anything. They weren't entitled to anything. They were these folks were in their 60s when they got married. So they had already had a good, long, established life. They were trying to take it away from They didn't children. have any sweat equity in that one at all, did they? Zero. They didn't even know what some of the stuff was. But they <laughs> sat and argued it. And because he died intestate with no will, no, no estate, it was messy. His children fought his wife. I mean, it was just a huge mess. So it's trust that avoids the probate, right? Is it having the trust? trust? Trust can completely avoid probate. I want to be really careful there. I'm not an attorney. I just want to make sure and disclose that. But you do work with partners, though. I do have powerful partners. And, and of course, you know, anyone knows if you have a professional who has taken that Series 65 Uniform Investment Advisor law exam, we have to know enough about all of these subjects to be able to just pass that exam and Mm -hmm. have the license to practice and help you in this direction. So I do have all those basics down. There are so many different types of trust. Making sure that there was a certain type of trust that's best for you, that's also going to be part of the estate. And uh, talking about that is part of the process with Christina, 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387 to schedule. Next uh, question, should I make adjustments to my retirement plan throughout? Absolutely. Retirement plans should be looked at on a regular basis. I like to say that when the money is on cruise control, that maybe every six to 12 months is a good idea. Six months, at least a phone call, 12 Mm -hmm. months in person. But when the money is in motion, when you're in process of moving money from one account to another, getting ready for retirement or in retirement, and everything's just brand new, Roth conversions, whatever it may be, if that money's in motion or if the market is in motion, if you call your advisor and say, I'm uncomfortable with my risk, I changed my mind, I need to talk about this, definitely that should be a call to have some type of an adjustment made to your portfolio. Yeah, it's not reinventing the wheel, but just tweaks are necessary. I mean, we already covered, uh, uh, and they're necessary due to change the economy in your life and even out of Washington, as we looked at Secure Act 2.0 earlier in the show. Uh, you, we can actually put these last two together. What should I know about tax returns in retirement, and how will taxes impact me in retirement? 
taxes will change. That's all I can say about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The first couple of years are a little bit of an adjustment period. And I think that one of the best things you can say is do not listen to other people when they tell you taxes are going to go down. That's not always the case, but I hear so many people that say that. The water cooler advice, a lot of people say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, your taxes are going to be cheaper in retirement. Are they? Most people are pulling 70, 80% of their income. It normally doesn't knock them down into another bracket. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, we're we're still going to have to put some things in place, which you talk to people about. Uh, you talked a lot about Roth earlier today. Uh, one of the uh, proactive strategies that you can put in place. Now, that that's what you do that fascinates me is that you look ahead with people you work with. You, you have to look at the now, and they may not be retired yet. You have to look at when they retire, and then you have to look 30-plus years down the road as well. And, of course, it's not a one and done. Uh, as you said earlier, reviews are necessary. Tweaks are necessary, but that process of getting the plan together, it can start with really just sitting down with Christina where she's not even going to offer you business. It's no high pressure. It's very informational and very educational, and that is a comprehensive review. And, in fact, you can schedule one now, and the great thing is it is at no obligation, and it's at no cost. Folks, he's absolutely right. And one of the things I do want to piggyback on that is just this last week on TV, and for those of you that missed the TV show, it's actually on the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. Watch episodes number 60 and 61. We're going to talk about this. Your retirement needs to be fluid in adjustments concerning the future. Because what if, what if we have all the best laid plans and it's great But what if the worst happens? I mean, I'm talking about probably a major health situation, loss of a spouse. What if something happens to one of your children? I know a lot of parents that would do anything to make sure their children are okay. So what if the worst comes? We need to plan for all of the good stuff for today, upcoming in the near future, the late future for the rest of your life. But we also need to plan for all of those things that could happen that could derail you completely from that retirement plan. We need to be able to pivot and adjust and make those decisions to be able to move you forward and make sure everything's going to stay okay. That's a big deal. The one thing that I love to show my clients is what's the worst that could ever happen? Because then you can take that deep breath and say, I know I'm good. No matter what happens, this is the worst. And at least, you know, it's just like a health condition. When you know the answer or you have a diagnosis of what's going on, you automatically feel better because that's when you can start making a plan to move forward. Right. That's what it's about. Well, and knowing is, uh, and knowledge is power. So uh, just to know, to have a sense of where you are now and what strategies can help get you there, help keep you there in retirement. Who knows? Maybe even expedite the process. Who knows? You can know if you sit down with someone who does this and a fiduciary. And that's Christina to schedule 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. As Christina said, you can uh, catch the uh, TV show, recent episodes, and the podcast at uh, her website, yourpowerfullegacy.com, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And that's just click in the media for that. 
to sit down with Christina, 844-823-6387. You can also text keyword powerful. If you decide to text, that would be to the same number, 844-823-6387. Another great way to get a question to Christina to be answered on the show, if you wish, and a lot of people do, uh, is at yourpowerfullegacy.com. There's a lot you can do there. So if you want Christina to answer your question on this show, uh, which is how we close the show out, yourpowerfullegacy.com. We always ask, please throw in your town. We won't mention your name, but we'd love to shout out the town you're listening in. And sometimes it's further away, so we can tell tell they're listening to the podcast. But again, that's at yourpowerfullegacy.com. And we will do just that. Christina answering listener questions straight ahead. Q&A coming up with Christina Ping Kepperling on Your Powerful Legacy Radio. Christina Ping Kepperling on demand at yourpowerfullegacy.com. Now, if you click in the media, you can see the recent uh, TV um, episodes, shows, <laughs> I guess you could call it, and that's uh, in the media, but also you can hear the podcast. And uh, there are about 76 there. You can scroll through the menu, read the write up, and uh, again, it's, it's listening and viewing on demand. Christina, live on ABC 36. Well, not live, but the show you can catch on ABC 36 Saturdays at 10 a.m. and Saturday nights at 7 p.m. It's your powerful legacy radio. It is time for questions. You can submit your question to be answered on this show uh, at the website, just uh, on the contact tab there, yourpowerfullegacy.com. Now, let me mention just one more thing on the podcast. What's great? about that is we do have a write-up on each of those so you can actually just scroll through the menu of the podcast again that's in the media at yourpowerfullegacy.com read a very brief write-up and uh, that way you can pick out topics that most uh, concern you and your journey to retirement so the podcast available in the media at yourpowerfullegacy.com questions from listeners here to kick it off georgetown I'm 65 and not yet retired. I'm considering purchasing an immediate annuity using all the funds in my 403B plan upon retirement. Now, would the annuity distribution satisfy required minimum distributions? And how will placing the entire amount in an annuity be taxed? And how will the monthly payments be taxed? Okay, so this is sort of like what we were talking about earlier, someone who would want to take a lump sum on their pension or to put it into an annuity. A single premium immediate annuity is just one of many different types. So you put a lump sum over in there and you immediately annuitize. That's all that that is. All pensions are that. So what would the distributions be? We would have to definitely calculate that out and then what the taxation would be on that. Is this your only income? We would need to know that. And are you married? And is this joint income? So we would need to know what that taxation would be and get that set. That can be automatically set with the W-4R when you do set up the annuity distributions as part of the form. So no bigs there. We'll get the taxes taken care of off the top. Does it satisfy required minimum distributions? Well, you're 65 years old, so you don't have RMDs to worry about until actually you're 75 in 2033. It'll change to 75. So no worries right there. But when it does come time for RMD, you're probably going to be pulling more out of the annuity than what the required minimum distribution is. But annuities are meant to set on cruise control and to make sure that those RMDs are satisfied in a distribution of annuitization. 
Well, there we go. And uh, the answers to your questions from Georgetown. But, uh, of course, if you want to know more, you're not yet retired. You're in the financial red zone. Take advantage of the opportunity to sit down with Christina at no cost and no obligation. Uh, to do that, 844-823-6387. 844-823-6387. From Danville. I was automatically enrolled in my company's 401k years ago. Now I'm 55 and I plan to retire at 65. Is there anything that I should be doing right now to help get me to retirement? Absolutely. There are several things that we can be doing right now. So you're that seven to 10 years away from retirement. So you're definitely in that financial red zone, we'd like to call it. It's time to start getting everything together. So again, number one, we need to start with a budget. How much money do you think you're going to need in retirement? Do you still have a mortgage right now at age 55 that will be paid off at 65? Or is that something that you need to make a goal to rid that debt before it's actually time to retire? You know, what is the overall debt situation? That's another piece. When's the best time to file for Social Security? What is that going to look like? If you're not retiring until 65, probably do not want to file until 65 because we don't want to take any benefits and just have them flushed away. What are going to be your Medicare options when you turn 65 and retire? So we'll have to talk about those. What's going on with your will, power of attorney, medical attest, all of those items in that financial red zone. We need to sit down and talk about them. That's what we can do to help you get ready for retirement. And again, in Danville, 844-823-6387, Lexington. Uh, My husband is a recently retired postal employee, and we're confused as to whether we could take out a large amount uh, out of the 401k without risking him losing his pension. He says he can only make $22,000 a year now that he's retired and will be penalized if he earns more than that. So if we take out, say, $25,000 or above from 401k, does that count against the $22,000 he's permitted to make extra per year? Have you heard of that with a pension? So, yes, I've heard of this, and they have a pension that's adjusted by age and then eventually up to Social Security benefits, so there are a lot of moving parts in that one. I don't think, actually, the postal employee is talking about a 401k. It's probably a TSP, Thrift Savings Plan, because that's what our postal workers have. That's where they save the money, so you're close. But that is not earned income, so we would need to sit down and talk about that, and if he's retired, why are you leaving it over in the group? Have the conversation about what is the best way to disperse that money in the future and what type of a vehicle it needs to be in. So if you, if you're wanting to take out $25,000, well, maybe we need to talk about it at the end of the year, taking out, you know, half and then the other half the next year, if that's going to be taking place or whatever time of year it is, if that's the case and it's going to affect it, But let's sit down and talk about it. I don't think it's going to affect that pension because you're not earning the money. It's just a distribution of pre-tax money. Okay. You know what? When I first saw that, I thought, are they confused in thinking about Social Security? Because it sounds like they were, it sounded to me like they were talking about Social Security earnings limit if you claim early. But, um, and, and if so, that still wouldn't affect that, would it? Because it's not earned No, that's right. It's not. I mean, there's a whole calculator for that that we sit down and talk about. So, could be, could not be. I would need to see a little bit more detail on here before I would answer that question solid, but probably not. By the way, the uh, the Social Security earnings limit does go up, not much, uh, in 2024 to 22320. Um, Mount Washington, 
Uh, my spouse and I are both 65, recently retired. Between Social Security and savings, we have enough to live on and a reasonable level of comfort. We each have $500,000 term life insurance policies that are coming up for annual renewal. Question is, at what point does it make sense to cancel those policies? Oh, my goodness. This is a really big one because I'm going to tell you, life insurance in retirement, sometimes it's just not needed. But when you have these huge level term insurance policies and they're just so very inexpensive, have that annual review and see if it's best to keep them or not. If you're comfortable, there it is. But what if that term is meant to supplement part of the income, which is probably what you bought it for, or to pay off some debt? Even if that debt is paid for and you have everything settled in income, what if you want to leave a legacy to that? It doesn't normally hurt to pay it out until the end of the term. We would just talk about what is that premium and is it affordable? Are you comfortable with it? So a lot of different things out there to consider before you would cancel a life insurance policy. One of the things I want to give you a little bit of an awareness to is there are a lot of door-to-door salesmen out there that sell insurance that are trying to get out and get seniors to buy life insurance, burial insurance. They're actually selling them terms. Or these people are going into homes and saying, I can get your whole life premium cheaper, dropping it, cashing it out, and selling them term insurance. So please be aware. It'll be right on the front page of the policy what type of policy that it is. Or if you're not really sure, hey, give us a call. We'd be willing to look at it. We have five different licensed life insurance experts in our firm. We'd be more than happy to take a peek at it for you. We've got the time. It's important to you. It's important to us. Let us give you that information. Again, folks, if you do give us a call, 844-823-6387, drop the word powerful in a text to the same number. We're going to go over all of these things that you're concerned about. While we're out here in the media, on TV, radio, live seminars, our Facebook and Instagram, all these social media feeds, our podcasts. Folks, we've got the Retirement Textbook Calculator, the Retirement Train Book, Social Security Reports, All this information out here to help you know, are you on track for retirement? We want to give this to you. It is a simple reason why when you come in, you're welcome to ask me, why do I give away all of this for no charge? How do you pay your bills by giving this to me for no charge? Come in and ask me that question. I like it. It's good stuff. And um, absolutely. And look, this is a comprehensive review that you can schedule. The number again is 844-823-6387, 844-823-6387. And you can also text powerful to that number website. And you can also get your question. in if you want uh, Christina to answer yours on the air, that's yourpowerfullegacy.com. If you click that contact, um, you can schedule with Christina. Say, hey, reach out to me. I want to get on, get in front of you. Or you can just uh, say, can you answer this one on on the show? We appreciate those who do that. So, again, the number 844-823-6387. As an Android user, Christina, I got a piece of good news this week. Can you imagine yeah. what that is? Not not that much good. People, you know, I, um, I don't know if you're iPhone or Android 
But I know everyone who is iPhone, and when they find out I'm Android, they do the sales pitch. You really need to be on an iPhone. Uh, the one thing that always bothered me is my friends with iPhones, if they send me a video on my Android, it's it looks terrible. You can hardly see it. It's blurred. It's small. And I always said, why can't these two talk to each other? Well, I got news that Apple is going to correct that situation. They're going to have... Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and not till next year, I think. Uh, but they're going to fix that, which makes me happy because it never was necessary to be that way anyway. I never understood why those two phones couldn't talk to each other better. I completely agree. And one of the things that, you know, we talk about quite a bit with the Apple versus Android, <laughs> Dave, it's it's just another point of separation. Let's not let it be what it is. Um I'm not a very good Android user just because I've been familiar with Apple since day one, mm -hmm. but I actually didn't want any of the smartphones. I still wanted my flip phone with <laughs> the actual touch button numbers on it. It was like trying to pry something out of my cold, dead hands, trying to get me out of the iPhone that had the button on it and go into one without it. I don't like that change. I'm kind of a creature of habit. Yeah. And so when too. I'm comfortable... I don't want to change those things. And when I think about, you know, something like the videos, Dave, that's important. It is. I get videos all the time from my sister. My little niece and nephew received a hoverboard from their uncle, our brother, and from their children, a hand-me-down hoverboard. They have learned to ride that thing around the house so fast. Really? They're little. They're four and seven years old. So wow. my little four-year-old nephew's on his knees on this hoverboard sporting around, going around in circles and everything, doesn't Man. even flinch. I'm like, dang, that my seven-year-old niece, she's riding around on it, up on her feet, all the way around the circle of the house, through the kitchen, living room, everything. I'm like, wow, I would have died by now. I, I know, but I'd love to have had that when I was that age. Dang, oh. Yes, no, it's so I cool watching them. And that video just warmed my heart, just watching how talented <laughs> these little things are and how quickly they adjust to something fun like that. Well, you'll be able to send to... Uh to us Android users, a video, uh, I guess, next year yes. sometime, and we'll be able to see it better. However, I will say in closing, Apple will not let Android text show up blue. That blue is a badge of honor only for iPhone users, so they'll still show up green. All right, so for Christine. It's actually not that. It's called iMessage. It is an application that is yeah. on the iPhone, well, so in all fairness, yeah. Okay, well, That's they're keeping that. Uh, but call That'll be a good time next year. I'll send you pictures of my grandson. There you go. Videos of that little grandy next year. Exactly. So and I'll be able to see it a whole lot better. Now call yeah. on iPhone or Android, 844-823-6387. And we'll see you next week here on Your Powerful Legacy Radio. advisory services offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina Ping and her guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. 
Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.